Welcome to Heartache Health and Healing, the podcast for those that are ready to move forward from heartache into healing in a healthy way. I'm your host, Brenda Munt, a personal trainer, health and wellness coach, and a grief recovery method specialist. I'll be sharing tips and nuggets that I've learned on my continuous journey. But please know that this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a replacement for therapy or counseling. I suggest you seek out help of a trained professional for help with your specific situation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. And I have a very special guest today, Jacqueline Henslin. She is the owner of My Empowering Mindset. I met her last week, actually, at a breathwork journey that I was guiding, and we had an opportunity to talk a little bit, and I, she her story kind of touched me, and I really wanted to have her on the podcast. We share some similarities in our journey, um, so I definitely wanted to bring her on and share her story and how she started navigating through life and moving forward through everything that she's gone through. So Jacqueline, welcome to my podcast. Thank you very much for saying yes and joining me. I appreciate it. Hi. So why don't you start us out by, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and then, uh, why don't you share some of your story with us? Um, well, I'm from the Philippines and I came here in the U.S. in 2013. So I've been here, let's say, 10 years. So, and I don't have any family here. So it's kind of a, I'm alone here. <laughs> and then we, I came here with my husband and then he passed away from cancer. And then after that, I kind of struggled. Um you know, because I have no family, no friends. I have nobody to talk to, pretty much. And so when, when did you, may I ask when your husband passed away? It was 2015. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like two, two to three years, almost three years. We've been here in the U.S. and then he passed away from cancer. How yeah. long, do you mind me asking how long he was battling cancer? Well, when we were in Philippines, um, he kind of have some symptoms. And then he told me, it's like, I've been feeling this and that. So I want to go to U.S. and have this one checked out. And so we came here and then we find out that he had a cancer. And then two years later, he said, the doctor told us that he don't have a year to live. Wow. Yeah. I can, can only imagine how that felt. Yeah, it was, it was scary, really scary. Cause you know, it's like, what am I going to do here if you're, when you're gone? And then, you know, we just started our lives together. Yeah. It was, it was, it was scary. Yeah. Did you guys, um, again, if you don't mind me asking, uh, did you guys have children at all or not? No, but he have one and you know, he's, um, he had a wife before and she passed away too. So I ended up taking care of his own kid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's been living with me. I've been okay. taking care of him. Okay. How old is he? 
He's 21 now. We um I've been taking care of him since he was six years old. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very nice. Well, almost 21. Okay. Okay. So when did you um when did you start your uh when did you start your business, my empowering mindset? So when did you start that? Was um when the COVID hit. Because okay. I do um trading um the stock market and then the stock market kind of just went down and then bam it's like oh my god what am I gonna do <laughs> and it was on that time I was going to college too before and then I really don't wanna I've kind of a you know went into depression <laughs> like depressed and I want to you know I wanted to try something else and then I I've been obsessed with the self-love you know, about knowing how to love myself. Because before, when I was young, I was taught that loving yourself or taking care of yourself first is selfish. Mm -hmm. So that's what I learned before. But, you know, I've been obsessed with, you know, been doing the research and all of that. And then I, and then I was just, hey, this is a must. We have to love ourselves first before we can love other pe- people authentically. If you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yes, yes. And then, you know, with my research, I found um, this program online that offer a self-love coaching certification. I was like, yes, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I signed up and... I got a certificate and I ended up helping people. That's beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. I, and, and, you know, I, I love, I love it. And, you know, you, you have to go through pretty much your own pain so you can understand other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can definitely, really, definitely relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> So what did, what did you do prior to um, starting your own business? Was it um, completely different? Yeah, pre- the um, the stock market was just you know day trading. Okay, okay, so that's what that's yeah. all that you did prior to that. Which I could mm-hmm. imagine that sounds like it might be like really kind of intense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch the stock market going up and down, <laughs> and then when you know it's it's intense, but. I love that one too, but I love the self-love better. Yeah. Yeah. This one is a lot stressful. <laughs> this one is just. Um... <laughs> and helping a lot of people, helping a lot of women. That's, you know, that feeds my heart and I love doing that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um. So what do you feel is, um, if you could share with us a moment that you realized that you needed to make a change in your life? I mean, was it when your husband had passed or were there other events prior to that? Yeah, that was when he passed away. You know, the feeling of depressed and I was not happy anymore. And I stopped going to college because I can't focus. I couldn't focus anymore, you know, with the class Mm -hmm. and you know, with the assignments, I just couldn't. And all I did was just cry and, you know, just stay still. And, and then I realized I, I, I couldn't live like that anymore. 
And then I came across this um, website that introduced meditation, um, mind and body meditation. So mm. I tried it. And then after I tried it, there was like some sort of a awakening was happening in my mind. And then it was like, boom, all of these things was going on was just in my head. You know, I and all of this anxiety and depression and and not liking my my body and my face and criticism was just in my head. And the fear and the anxiety was just in my head. It was just and then it was just amazing. It was like a magic. Cause there was a pause, a clear like a clear mind and that was amazing and and then I was just bam after that I was like I gotta do this one more often <laughs> I love this I love this feeling <laughs> yes and then with the self-love certification helped me um with my inner child my traumas and my belief system so it was a complete transition from the old Jackie to the new Jackie mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah I know I mean I mean I still go through a lot of pain and new obstacles and all of that but I like the phase where I'm going mm -hmm. so when you start hitting those obstacles um what are th what are things that you do today to kind of help navigate yourself through them and move to move help yourself move forward? The thing is, what really helps me a lot with my pain and new obstacles is just meditation. Is to clear my head when I go through when I am upset with something. I just take a break, break, and then just take a deep breath, and then just realize. I got this, <laughs> you know, and then I just go through it pretty much. Yeah. Um, now, do you, when you do the meditation, do you, do you just listen to certain, certain music for the meditation and kind of do your own thing or do you have like, or do you do a guided meditation? I do guided meditation most of the time, but I do five minutes in the morning and five minutes before I go to sleep. So with my five minutes, I just pretty much listen to music when I'm laying down after I, you know, wake up, I just listen to music. And then after that, that's it. Or whenever I'm driving, you know, I just focus to whatever's in front of me. That's for me, that's meditation. That's clearing my head. Yes. Okay. Um, and when you, when, when your husband was diagnosed with cancer and then when you were going through that, because that alone is, is gr grief that you're dealing with mm -hmm. because I mean, your life has changed drastically, you know, I mean, knowing, knowing that there's, there's, there's going to be an end coming sooner mm -hmm. than what you had anticipated. Had you used meditation during that time to help you through all that? Or was no. that afterwards? That no, before I knew about meditation and self-love, I was struggling big time. Mm -hmm. I was a completely different person. 
I was very quiet, no self-esteem, not believing in myself. And yes, I was, I'd say I was um, a weak person, I'd say. And that was rough, but I still love that old me because that old me made me who I am today. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy how uh, life does certain things to us? And <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so are there ways in which your own uh, gr grief journey has informed your approach to empowering others? Um, say that again. So, are there ways in which your own grief journey has informed your approach to help others? Yes. Um, well, when you go through, in my own experience, when I went through my grieving, when I lost my husband, I was pretty much weak, no self-esteem, not believing in myself. And then I went through a different, you know, transformation and I realized what causes that. And it helped me, you know, realize how to from not loving yourself to loving yourself. You know what I mean? Even though I still go through, you know, roller coaster. <laughs> um, those, waves come, those waves come crashing and hit you when you least expect them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, healing is not a linear self-love is not linear from being unhealed I mean you know unhealed to healed is like boom magic you have to go through roller, roller coasters like bam <laughs> and through down you've learned all of that and and you know it's 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 life pretty much but yeah but with my grieving with with the loss it helps me realize what what I needed to heal and it helps me you know see through those darkness and I've seen a lot of women who struggle with the same thing that I struggled with and that helps me um, that helps me help them because I understand those darkness I understand those shadows and I understand how to change that from being bad to amazing Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody that is somebody that is struggling with their own loss of whatever the loss might be. I mean, what are if you could give me just a couple of things, maybe like two or three things, um, advice that you would give somebody to kind of help them to kind of to start taking steps forward. Well, when you go through that, you know when you think about it it feels like it's the end of the world you feel like you know that pain is too much but you what you have to know is these two shall pass you know it, the pain will not go away but it's it will be easier to handle and when you feel like crying my goodness, cry really hard, as hard as you can. But also give your time, give yourself a moment to find happiness. Don't just 
stay in one place and cry. You have to find something so you can be happy, to be happy, because you're still living. Mm-hmm. So you have to move on. I, you know, I go out and, you know, go to go to the park, you know, just because nature makes me happy. That's yeah. my happy moment. That's how I take care of my own <laughs> self. I go, I go, go, go to the park and just listen to the wind and the trees. And that's for me, that's peace. So that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I totally relate to that because I, when I hit the, uh, the the two year marker of my husband being my husband passing away, I had I, I did a breathwork journey in the morning because I desperately mm-hmm. needed one, and uh, and then in Grafton by you know not that far from me, there's a place called Lions Den. It's a nature nature's preserve place, and they have these really beautiful trails to walk on, and it's right by Lake Michigan, and uh, and so I've. I've been there. That was my third time I've been there, I think. And, but I just, I like walking the trails cause it's just, it's out in nature. And then when I, I always walk by the, by the bluff so I can see the lake. And then I walk to find the stairs to go down directly by the lake. And it's just, mm-hmm. and I could, I literally, I could really just sit down there for like the longest time. And just, I mean, if I had a rock <laughs> to sit on, I probably would sit there for like an hour or more because <laughs> I just love it so much. And that's, being out in nature and being by water is my, is my happy place is my, it, it gives me so much calm and peace. Mm-hmm. So I, I, definitely can, I definitely can relate to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love being in the beach, but you know, the, the part, you know, the, the park, you know, just listening to the water, just crash through it and just be one with that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, with, with your mind being clear and, and all you hear is just water, just that it's amazing. And for me, happiness is peace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me, um, tell me a little bit more, elaborate more in your business on my empowering mindset. So how did you, how did you come up with the name and I guess maybe kind of give my audience a better explanation as what you, how you would define the empowering mindset. Um, I, think, I think mindset is like so crucial on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gr- I agree. From grieving to weight loss to just ev- everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for me, empowering mindset is about, um, a mindset that helps you to be a better person. Well, for before I was gonna name my my business my name, <laughs> and I was like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> I'm not that popular, so maybe not. <laughs> so I'm just gonna find some words that kind of pop. <laughs> so a friend of mine was talking about. Um, you know, I, I love empowering women and all of that. So I was like, oh, okay, empowering. I'm just going to do empowering mindset. But then I researched Google. It's like, oh, there's already empowering mindset in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the, the empowering mindset. There's also one already there. So I just did my empowering mindset. So anyway, um, you know, my mindset before was totally 
completely different from what I have now, you know, with the mindset of not loving yourself, not trusting yourself, you know, not believing in yourself and all of that. So an empowering mindset is something that empowers you to um, make a better decision for yourself and for your family and for, you know, for yourself. And that's for me, that's empowering mindset, you know, um, even though, <laughs> um, you know, using the right mindset, you know, that serves you better in life. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, um, you know, we all have that negative thoughts and belief that gen can generate stress and other emotion that, you know, impact our own physical health pretty much so the empowering mindset is something that you know you can cultivate positive and empowering thoughts mm -hmm. that you know can enhance your emotional well-being and you know contribute to a more positive physical state pretty much so uh, i also have i know on your, I believe you had it on your website on the, the like the part where you talked about like the, about you and about your business mm -hmm. and you talked about, you know, like the, um, healing your inner child. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? It's like, how do you, I, cause I know somebody in my breathwork community actually did created a journey around healing your inner child. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't remember if I did that one or not. I think I might have done that breathwork journey, but it was like so long ago. I actually don't even remember because I've done so many of them. Mm -hmm. But I would, I guess I would like to hear from you. It's like, how, how do you tap into that? How do you tap into your inner child and how do you start healing your inner child? So what do you, what are some techniques or tips that you, that you work with your people on to help them? Um. So, well, for me, my inner child was, not feeling good enough because my mom my dad they left me and I pretty much blame myself for that even though now as an adult um, realize that it's not my fault they have their own problem they have their own issues but when I was a child my thought process was it was me not feeling good enough, the abandonment issues. Why did they left me and all of that? So not feeling good enough. And then, you know, I was raised with my um, grandma, but I also have to go through other people insecurities, um, the belief system that they have, and then they pass on towards me, um, you know, not, you know not feeling good enough you know something that makes my body you know something that makes me hate my body you know those you know you're not beautiful enough because in philippines we have some problems with skin color you know if you're white oh you're not beautiful if you're dark not so so something that relates to that limiting beliefs so I have to dig into that belief system that doesn't serve me well that doesn't make me love myself mm -hmm. so for me that's my inner child that I have to pretty much mother it 
so I can heal the adult me. Yeah. How do you how do you even begin to start tapping into that? Um, I have to go through um forgiveness. Like for example, my belief system of not being beautiful, not being good enough. I have to forgive myself for believing that and then accept that I am amazing and that I am good enough and that I am beautiful. It's, it's putting it from bad to good. So. So it, it actually makes me think, and <laughs> I feel this is kind of sad that I, I remember this all so well. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was in grade school, I was, I was very, I was a chubby child. I was overweight as a kid. I mean, I was overweight pretty much my entire childhood and, um, went to a Catholic school and I had, there were boys in my class that picked on me something fierce. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, I was walking on the hallway at school and they were saying just some really mean, nasty things behind, you know, right behind me as I was walking down the hallway and yet to this day, I remember exactly, I'm not going to say it here because it doesn't, it, I, just, I remember exactly what was said to me. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, you would think it's like, I'm 56 years old and I remember it like no tomorrow. And even though I feel like it's like, it is what it is, it's beyond me, but it's like, mm -hmm. it feels like it's not because I remember it so well. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you feel when you're talking about healing your inner child, that's the one part that for, for myself that I immediately think of is like, that's part of an inner child of me that just never actually healed from that, from that time back when, when I was in grade school and being and bullied and picked on something fierce because of my weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, um, I have a friend that, um, she's insecure about her weight um because when she was a child she was being told that you should be skinny you should be skinny because you're ugly because you're fat and that breaks my heart Absolutely. and the thing wow. and then she had that feeling you know buried deep within her heart and then after that she pretty much did not like her own body image she kept telling herself that, oh, my God, I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm ugly because I'm fat. She didn't accept herself for who she is. And the thing is, hurt people hurt people. And those people who have hurt her also have their own insecurities. Yeah. And they have their own belief system about themselves that they did not accept so they ended up passing that to her. And since then, I told her that you are amazing. You know, you have to change that belief system about yourself because there are a lot of women out there who are skinny, who are beautiful, but they think that they're not good enough. They're not beautiful enough. You know why? Because they believe that they're not. The thing is, our mind is so powerful. 
to, that whatever we believe becomes who we are. So if we believe that we are not beautiful and we do not accept our body, whatever shape it is, we're not going to feel good enough. And if we do not, the thing is, you have to accept that pain and turn that pain into a beautiful thing. Like, for example, she thinks that she's not beautiful she's not good looking because she's fat and then I make her wrote um write down why and she felt she wrote down why because I'm fat well there are fat women out there they're you know they're beautiful and they just own own it they don't think that they're ugly because they're fat or they're chubby you have to accept whatever shape you have or whatever image you have because that's the only body you have it's from telling yourself I'm fat I'm ugly to I am beautiful no matter what shape I have and you also have to forgive those people who hurt you and understand why they ended up hurting you because they're only human and nobody's perfect yeah. Yes. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing. It's not about those people. It's about you. So you can have peace in your heart. So you can live peacefully. And, you know, just accept the fact that you are beautiful. <laughs> you know, and no matter even if you're skinny, you're Whatever shape you are, you are beautiful. You are imperfectly beautiful. And forgive yourself for believing that you were this and accept that you are amazing. And for me, that's self-love. It's accepting who you are, thinking that you are beautiful. It's not about being narcissist that thinking oh you are this and that is them you know it's about just wearing that self-love and just wear it as if you own it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean I like, how you, I like how you say that own it with conviction <laughs> yes unapologetically because that's who you are that's your own body and god gave you that so you should love it. Yeah, we were we were given this this one temple. Yes, that, that we temple. should nurture, nurture and care for. Yes, and if you want to be skinny, then be skinny. If you want to be that, then be that. But with that process, whatever you are, this and that, and you should accept it and love it. Yeah, and I, I would say through my through my experience from when I was bullied when I was in grade school and everything, I I think probably the the one positive thing that did for me was I mean I, as I got older, I mean it was an ongoing journey, mm-hmm. um, and it still is of of losing the weight and and I started you know getting understanding nutrition better and and then exercising mm-hmm. and so. 
I guess if anything, it, what came out of it for me was that it made me become a very much healthier person mm-hmm. as I as I got older into the, into adulthood and everything. And it's funny because I somewhere somewhere on social media, I know I have a picture from when I was a little girl. I had on a um, I was a little red riding hood in some in some school play. And uh, oh, I look at the picture. I'm like, oh my word. <laughs> But I took, I found all the different pictures of all the progression. I mean, it was, I think it was like a total of like maybe six different pictures of from when I was a child as into my adulthood. And it's just like, and a couple of people that I saw there, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, but they never knew me. They, mm-hmm. they didn't know me then, you know, when I was overweight and everything. So it's like, mm-hmm. they see me now. It's like, they're like, that didn't even look like you. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I would say that for me that was probably one thing that came out of it of being bullied like that was uh, because of my weight was it was I think it was a really a big driving force in my path to go down the health and wellness field mm-hmm. yeah 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 I mean it's you know our world is full of people who are hurt Oh gosh, yeah. Yes, yeah. and everybody's going fighting a battle you know nothing about. Exactly, and if we don't heal from that, we end up giving it to our kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and it's pretty much a chain. Yeah, yeah, because there's the whole because as as I recently learned within the last uh, nine months, you know, about mm-hmm. the whole generational trauma. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which never even something I never even gave a thought of probably maybe because I don't have any kids, but I, even if I would have had kids, I mean, I don't know if I still would even have thought about it. I'm like generational trauma, I'm like, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's, it's a real thing. And wow. Yeah. I have this belief system from my family that you have to um, care about what other people think. Mm. <laughs> that's the trauma that I got from my own so I always have to think oh, if I were this what would other people think <laughs> have you overcome that oh uh, well yes now I do not care what other people think <laughs> okay I I want to know how because I still have not mastered that because I, I I wish I did not care what other people think <laughs> I care way too much what other people think, and I really wish I didn't. Well, the thing is, if you care too much about what other people think, it'll stop you from doing things that you love because you care so much about what other people think. Like, for example, okay, okay, I'm fat. What am I going to do? People say, I'm fat, then I'm fat, then I'll be skinny. And then they tell me, oh, I'm still skinny. No, are you starving yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you do people will always have something to say about you true just do whatever you want to (laughs) do as long as you're not hurting anybody yeah i had did uh one of my other episodes on my podcast i had I just shared some, you know, odd information about myself, you know, just say to get to know me kind of episode. And, um, and one of the things that I had shared in there was, uh, and a, f- a friend of mine had reached out to me, was kind of laughing about it. So like I said, 
I like jamming out in my car to my tunes. And I like singing at the top of my lungs like nobody can hear me. But as soon as if I have the windows open and as soon as somebody comes up alongside me right away, I like I totally climb up. And I'm like, and I and I do I stop jamming in my car. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't, what are they gonna what are they gonna think if they see me? What if they hear me? I'm gonna sound terrible. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm like, I don't know them. Why should I care? <laughs> They're probably going to forget about it the next day. <laughs> probably even two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, everything was just in my, in our head. You know, so just do whatever. Hey, this makes me happy. So, hey, I'm jumping in. Somebody, I was, I was in my car and I was talking to my dog because I always bring my, my dog. And then I was talking to him like, oh my God, Irvin, you look like the baby talk. <laughs> and I did not know that there was a person next to me listening to me. <laughs> when my window was down and I'm pretty much everybody can hear me. I was like, I just did not realize that after that, I was like, I don't care. Hey, Arvin! They're probably not even going to think about it the next day or whatever anyway. But if they do, oh well. (laughs) Oh well. I I do remember uh this was this was kind of probably like I don't know maybe, I'm guessing like maybe five years ago or something like that I was um I was driving around town I had came and I had whatever song on because I I love music and I love dancing and I mean I think I think I'm an okay kind of dancer you know I mean I can keep a beat let's put it that way <laughs> and uh but I just have a lot of fun with it and but anyway, so whatever song was on the radio and I, I mean, it was a nice day out. I had the windows down and everything and I am coming up to the stop sign and I'm like jamming big time. And also I'm kind of bebopping around in my car and also look here there in the backseat of this vehicle. I'm assuming it was somebody's dad was driving <laughs> these girls. All of a sudden they all turned around and looked at me and kind of started, they got a big smile on their face. And, and I'm like, oh, they all had their phones in their hand. I'm like, oh, good Lord, please do not pull up that phone and start recording me. <laughs> yeah I mean you know I mean I saw somebody was doing that too and then that affected me positively like look at her she's jamming I'm gonna jump too (laughs) (laughs) so you know I don't care (laughs) I just keep telling myself you know when I have that um, moment of embarrassment type of thing "Hmm, I don't care (laughs) I don't care just keep telling myself I don't care because <laughs> that belief system is still still me and I still battle with that you know about caring what other people think so I just have to every time that I feel that I just say hmm, I don't care <laughs> inner, the inner voice right yes exactly <laughs> Ooh, I don't care positive <laughs> self-talk <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So I, on your website, you had mentioned that self-love and healing are about the journey, not the destination. And 
would you be able to elaborate that on a little bit and its significance in your life? Because when I read that, I just, I really love that. Yeah. Well, like I said before, you know, um, self-love and healing is not about from unhealed to healed. There's no path or a step-by-step process you take, you take, you go through, roller coaster from up and down and the journey from that you know the lesson that you learn is you know the lesson that you learn is what you get from it so that's what I said it's not about the destination because there's no destination about self-love you don't go through from hey I am good now I am perfect I am this person you know sometimes (laughs) you go through even though you knew your inner child and it's hurting and sometimes you forget about what you've learned and then all of a sudden you realize boom oh yeah okay all right okay this is how i should do it <laughs> you know and 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 with that down with that pain and new pain and new obstacles you learn from that and that's the journey that you take from healing and self-love you know you, sometimes you might not love yourself and sometimes you might end up oh i love myself so much and you know self-love is sometimes you go through your old pain again and you have to process that again and go through from that and then you learn from it again you know and that's the beautiful journey about healing all the ebbs and flows yes (laughs) you know it's it's life yeah yeah so what are some of the, uh, for, so others know, um, so what are some of the programs that you offer in your business? So I have, um, I have the whole class where I have, um, I have the whole program where you go through a step-by-step, step-by-step process where you have to go through your limiting beliefs and your, your inner child. And I also have this, you know, just a little bit because some people can't afford um, that whole program. So I just offered a um, part where learning how to love yourself. And then I also have wanted to open a meditation because I'm going through um, training with meditation. So I want to offer that too. Okay. And yeah, so. So now do you do everything, uh, do you do everything online or online and in person or? I go um online and person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I sometimes, you know, from people from Fond du Lac that I met and then, you know, I just talk to them. And then when I do online and then I just get, um, do a Zoom meeting or sometimes I just send them a video that okay. they want to watch if they don't want to do the Zoom. Because sometimes people have anxiety and they don't want to they don't want to meet you or things like that. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I just send them a video. Okay. What they, you know, Okay. So the, the longer program that you have available, do you just, do you strictly just do that one-on-one or do you do it in a group setting or what do you, what do you do? I, uh, just one-on-one. I didn't, okay. didn't do any group settings yet. Never okay. had that before yet. So okay, pretty much just one-on-one session. Okay. Okay. So if, um, 
would you be able to give users, uh, my audience, your um, what information would you be able to provide them? So in case they were interested and wanted to reach out to you and check out your program that you have on, on self-love and the, whether it be the full po program or the shorter one, is it something that they could go directly to your website to see or what would be? Yeah, the um, they can reach out to me, email me. Um, um, my website is um, myempoweringmindset.com. And then with my website, it says something like book your session now, free session, and then mm -hmm. just um, fill it up the fill up the um, form. And then after that, I'll talk to them on Zoom or chat. And then, you know, I'll see what I can do for them. Um, and then after that, that's the whole process. Okay, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so what is uh, i just got a couple more questions for you uh before we we finish up here so speaking of empowering so what do you feel within 2023 what would you identify as one of your most empowering moments my empowering moments um when some when somebody gives me a hug and then tells me thank you so much for all your help and because of that I'm a new different person <laughs> that's my biggest one because awesome. um, at women's empowerment um, I helped the woman in there and then I didn't charge her for anything and then I just asked her for testimonial because she can't afford it mm -hmm. and then she saw me again and it, she couldn't stop thanking me and that made my heart big. And that made me just like, oh, I love what I do. Yes. <laughs> I love doing it. That That's how I felt on uh, Friday after Thursday night with you guys. I was, I literally was in tears Friday morning because my heart was so full. <laughs> it was just, I know how you feel, yeah. Yeah, it was amazingly, it was amazingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. I was, I was somewhat disappointed that there weren't more people there. Cause I just, I like to, you know, be able to impact more lives, mm -hmm. um, but the connections with the, the few of you that were there was priceless. It and, was, it was, and it was, it was intimate. It was beautiful. And uh, so very, very, very grateful that I, that I met you guys. And um, yeah, it's been awesome. So one last question for you. So mm -hmm. is there a message you would like to leave our listeners with regarding your journey and the importance of self-love and empowerment? Yes. Um, I'm telling you that your pain, you might not like your pain, but it is the most helpful thing that you can that will help you to change from this to this. And because I've lost Denise, um, a family member, and she didn't like herself very much. Um, and then she was using drugs because she want to hide all that pain and want to feel good about herself. 
And every time she talks about the pain, her pain, she just couldn't. She she just hated. it. She just hate her past. She just hate all those people who've hurt her. But I wish that she's alive now so I could help her and she could be a different person. But yes, you know, your pain, it might hurt, but you have to use it to heal yourself. And when you heal yourself, you will thank your pain for being there. But you just have to go through it. Very you well just said. have to go through it. Very well said. So on that beautiful note, <laughs> uh, thank you so much um, for being here with me today. I so appreciate it. And uh, I will be sure to, uh, in, in my notes on the, uh, at the end of the, on my platform, I will definitely put in your website on there. So that way people can have that to reference to as well. If they want to reach out to you and find out more about your program and, uh, and be able to connect with you. So again, thank you. Thank you so very much. It was wonderful being to have the opportunity to talk more and to interview you and find out more about your, your story and, uh, and what you're doing with your life. And I look forward to chatting more and, uh, seeing what beautiful things you're going to bring to this world. Yeah. Thank you so much for the time. And I'm so blessed that I met you. <laughs> Likewise. It, it was a beautiful thing that I've experienced and, and, and I'm so grateful that, you know, to awaken that pain <laughs> that was buried. There was something that I did not realize. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm so grateful. So thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, thanks a lot, Jackie. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank everybody, you. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And by all means, definitely, if you are interested in her program, I will leave the link to her website in my notes and definitely reach out to her. She is a beautiful human being and uh, I can't wait to connect with her more. Everybody have a fabulous night. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying my podcast, I would love it if you'd follow, leave a five-star review or subscribe, and definitely please share with anyone that you think would enjoy my podcast. And I would love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Brend, B-R-E-N-D-M-U-N-D-T. Or you can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn under my full name, Brenda Munt. So I would love to connect with you if you'd like to be on my podcast or if you have any questions for me or if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, uh, definitely send me a direct message and uh, enjoy connecting with my followers. Thanks so much for listening.